Hey ho. Hey, howdy. Howdy, howdy, howdy. <laughs> What's up, dudes? I'm Erin. I'm Nicole. This is Dude That's Fucked Up, the podcast. Yeah, buddy. I have I said howdy because I have the old town road song stuck in my head. Oh my god, did you see the video of him performing in front of all those little kids? No, that's what Pete said this morning. I gotta watch it's that. It's so good. It's so cute. Oh my god, I died. I saw him, I saw the video of him giving Billy Ray Cyrus a car for being on the charts for seven weeks. Oh, like that's a cute. Like a Maserati or something. It was like a fancy car. That, they're like little friendship makes me so happy. It's, it's so sweet. Yeah, and yeah. I just like that song. And I just think as I get older, I just like really like country music more. <laughs> Ew. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I know. No, it's it's a good fucking song. It's so it's such a bop. It's so fucking fun. And it's like, I don't know, it's all the everything around it is so wholesome singing. Yeah, yeah. So it's cute and fun. Um, yeah, but watch that video of Lil Nas X uh, performing "Old Country Road" in front of like a like huge room full of I don't know like elementary school kids. <laughs> they just go completely batshit. They lose their minds and they know every single word. It is so fucking cute. Oh, oh precious kids are. I love like those wholesome kid videos like where they like shake hands or hug when they go into the classroom uh, or whatever yeah. like they there's like a little I don't know like an ambassador of the day and then they're yeah. like the person and then the kids coming in like point to what they want it's just very cute I know Anyway um Oh my God! What's going on today? What are we doing? Oh I man, guess we're doing a fun. I man, this shit makes me so mad. I so know. We're gonna we're gonna tear it up. Well, <laughs> we're doing we're keeping it a little loose today. I feel like uh, just because there was something fun that was posted in the Facebook group and we wanted to like comment on it, but I think yeah. we already like touched upon it in an earlier episode but we'll get to that because I want to share a very fun fact with you that I learned this week um and it's like my fucked up of the week but it's not fucked Mm -hmm. up but it's but it's fun um okay the movie chud Uh uh-huh do you know that there's a chud too yeah and it's called bud the chud no (laughs) Wait, wait, what? Yeah, that's the whole title. That's the whole title of the f- of the film. It's Chud 2, Bud the Chud. Bud <laughs> the Chud. Yeah. Wow. And I found this out because the other day Pete goes, Pete read some article. <laughs> what? What? <I'm> just laughing. <laughs> this is all sinking in for me. I knew there was a sequel. I didn't know it was called Bud the Chud, though. <laughs> <laughs> dude i need to look up some promotional materials for this shit oh my god it's wild well okay i didn't know there was a second one and pete told me the other day because we were chalk t- we were chalking about chud <laughs> we were talking about chud and oh, because pete read this article on like incel plastic surgery which i for i sent to you and it is what oh yeah i sent it to you yesterday Oh, I didn't click on it. I'm so it, sorry. No, it's okay. It's a very long article. Also, it's like kind of a future episode pitch, but uh, but Pete goes, uh, am I a Chad? And every time I like read about that stuff, I this is like so gross because I feel like I have been like infiltrated by incels. I think a Chad uh-huh. is bad, 
because they always talk oh, about no. that chads are bad, but chads are just like normal, good looking normal, dudes. Normal, normal men who yeah. are secure. <laughs> uh, who are what? Who are just secure oh, in yeah, themselves. Yeah. yeah. And just like, yeah, just fine and like not bothering anyone and maybe have a girlfriend or a boyfriend or whatever. Uh, yeah. And so Pete was like, am I a Chad? And I was like, no. And he's like, I'm not. And I was like, oh, wait, no, I, you're a Chad. And he's like, no, I'm a Chud. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm not a Chad. I'm a Chud. Uh, and what do they what do they call women? Ch- uh, Chad's and like Stacy's or something yeah. like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it's God, a- what a bunch of fucking losers. I know, dude. This article made me so mad. I hate it so much. It's just like, oh, what fucking... What? Are you looking at Chud too? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. That's okay. It's funny. I laughed for... We were like going to bed when all of this happened and we stayed up an extra like... It felt like a slumber party because we stayed up an extra like at fucking 45 minutes to an hour and I was just like cry laughing. <laughs> I just found a poster that said... This chud's for you. <laughs> it's like, like the back of the. For you? Yeah, That's it's funny. so funny. Oh, I man. think I think there's also a song. I don't know, uh, <laughs> but I like started googling it. My name's like, Bud. I'm Bud the Chud. I'm gonna <laughs> ride till I chud chud chud. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> okay, so you're fucked up. Was a fun fact. The chud. Finding out that there's a chud to this chuds for you or by the chud, whatever. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't think I could. Uh, I don't think I could top that. My name's Bud and I'm here to chud. <laughs> That's a Kill Bill reference. I was going to say from my brother Chud, the only <laughs> the only Bud I ever loved. I don't know. <laughs> from my brother Bud, the only Chud I've ever loved. Uh, uh, okay. Um, yeah. Oh, I guess like my fucked up of the week is uh, I watched the latest trailer uh, for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. It looks very fucking good. There's a new trailer out, um, if you haven't seen it yet. Um, and it's about the Manson family, like, loosely. Uh-huh. Uh, and it looks so good. And I was I was looking at IMDb to, like, look at all these, you know, who all's in it. And the guy that plays Charles Manson plays Charles Manson in Mindhunter, which is coming back this year. So <gasps> He's double he's, dipping. He's double dipping. He's really capitalizing on the on the Charles Manson lookalike uh, situation he's got going on. He kind of looks like him to me. I don't know, man. I was looking at pictures. Maybe I, mean, I got to look at a side by side. You look at a side by side. It's uncanny. I um, I know that actor from Justified because he was he played Dewey Crow, which is a really uh, good role. That's a fan fantastic show so good uh so i like remember him from that and he's kind of like a doofy uh-huh like can't really get his shit together criminal and so Got i it. just like see him in this and i'm like oh dewey yeah i don't know man I, they i was looking at like side by sides of all the people that are playing like the the real life characters yeah, yeah. that were in uh that were around during this time and there's just so it, it's it's very interesting how many different roles they're 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 dipping on so it's gonna be it's gonna be cool so i don't know i thought 
so I was reading, I was like going down the rabbit hole of learning about this whole movie and um, Sharon Tate's family is not psyched about it. So well, I was like, it's not. I don't like, know. Yeah, it's not like an historical account of you know. I'm sure he did his right. research, but like his movies, you know, there's like, uh, uh, I don't know. He he's gonna go off into like some fantastical area, and sure. I'm sure that won't even be. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? I don't know. I mean, it's gonna be. I don't know. That whole situation was just so fucked. Yeah, that, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, we'll see. I I am interested to see it. Oh, my gosh. My dad knew so one of the are... ladies. Really? Like a Manson family member? Uh-huh. Uh, I forget which one, but I've Squeaky looked- Fromm? No. Kitty? Is it- is there a Leslie Van Houten yeah. or something? Uh, Leslie Van Houten, yeah. It uh-huh. might be her. I have to ask him. <gasps> yeah, because she dated one of his cousins or something. Anyway, they went to like mm. pool parties together because my dad lived in L.A. That area. In that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, gnarly. Yeah. Gross. Uh, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, those are our movie-related um, <laughs> fucked-ups of the week. Uh, <laughs> We got Chud and the Manson family. Yeah. Oh, that sounds <laughs> That's the like name a band. Of my band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I love you. Who, I love you too. Who's the Chud? <laughs> um, Is it you? Are you the lead the, singer? I, I wanted to be the bassist because the bassist never gets any glory. <laughs> so he could be, the, he or she could be the Chud of the. Oh my god. I don't know. Chud. <laughs> uh anyway, let's get to it, man. I wow. Dude, you guys, oh what God. a fucking topic today. So we are we're dick we're divin divin diving. <laughs> you went dick div dive. <laughs> we're dicking around, we're diving in with with some fucking MLM bullshit. Oh yeah. Um, uh you might remember that we did a entire episode on MLMs in general. Yeah. MLM means multi-level marketing. Uh, And wow, what a truly garbage-filled industry that is. Um, Uh, If you haven't listened to it, which you probably have if you're this far, but if you haven't, it's the Pyramid Royale. Uh, We also learned that Louis XIV had a second butthole. Yep. Um, it is a pivotal episode. Uh, I think that's really when we turned the corner and just got <laughs> real wild, I think. Maybe. I don't know. We held it together for 15 or so episodes. Mm. Um, I I have to say, I, I, I didn't go back and listen to the episode, uh, but I do remember we being lived like it. a little... We don't need to. We lived we it. Lived it. <laughs> well, you know, I wanted yeah, yeah, to make yeah. sure we didn't, we didn't uh, retread any anything that we talked about which we probably will which whatever that's okay. uh but i i remember when we were recording that episode just being a little wishy-washy not wishy-washy but i i am sympathetic to anybody who's been involved in uh mlm and i but i i think i wasn't as angry about the absolute shit show that some of these uh companies have 
turned people's lives into. And I, I think now I'm like in a more on a more solid ground to say, fuck these motherfuckers and the <laughs> bullshit that they are spewing to get the you know these people into their companies. It sucks. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. <laughs> um, yeah. So today we're talking specifically about LuLaRoe. Yeah. Oh, boy. And I think you mentioned somebody had posted something in the Facebook group about there's a documentary. It's just a 30-minute little doc that uh, Vice did about yeah. LuLaRoe and how absolutely fucked some people are that have – Dumped a bunch of money into trying to be successful mm-hmm. at reselling their garbage clothing. Yeah, it's a good look at like two two or three women. Or there's like a couple people. But it, yeah. it's a good look at their experiences specifically. So it, it shows you kind of like the whole arc of like when they were on top with LuLaRoe and now where they are. Which is at the bottom. Because <laughs> uh, yeah. it's... Yeah, things do not go well, but I I carry some shame because I've definitely bought some LuLaRoe stuff circa probably 2016, uh, and I, I'm sure that people have, like, seen it, especially if you're our demographic. I think yeah. if you're maybe a little younger, you wouldn't have seen it, um, perhaps, Yeah, but uh, just, I like... I would say, yeah, I would say anywhere from, like, if you're... 25 to 35 I don't know 35 45 maybe even yeah maybe 40 uh you probably have seen on social media people selling LuLaRoe at some point in the past few years yeah I saw multiple people and I I was like Mm -hmm. roped into it it was what back when like Facebook you could just add people to groups without their oh yeah like consent uh, consent yeah which was really stupid and so I was getting added to all these groups and then I had a friend that was in one and then I like you know we we did talk about this in the first the MLM episode because I remember talking about how smart the whole way that they like built their business was because it was all on like Facebook and um Right. And like posting photos of products and then all you have to do is comment that you want to buy it and then they PM you. And it's like – it was like so easy. Everything about it was really easy and you didn't have to leave your home. Yeah. It's like – it's really taking the model of like a modern day Tupperware party, which I remember going to with my mom when I was a kid. Um, And instead of physically going to a party where you like buy stuff, you do it all online and it's super – Super easy for people to get into it and for people to uh, hopefully buy things yeah. from you. It took like so. the best of online shopping and the best of like what Facebook offered, which was like a place to connect with people. Yeah. And it made it into a business, which was very smart. But I, the things I bought, I don't own any of it anymore. Uh, I got, I'm sure you don't. <laughs> I got rid of all of it. Oh, well, it wasn't – what I had, I think, was a little earlier before it got, like, really bad, like, oh, okay. qu- quality-wise. But um, yeah. I, did, I did buy their, like, famous leggings. I bought some dresses, which I have, like I – wore, I wore one in, like, Las Vegas and stuff. And, <laughs> uh, yeah, I kind of liked it. I just thought it was, like, fun and colorful. Um, yeah. Yeah. And no, so I, I mean, got honestly – Honestly, it was like some stuff was super cute, yeah. but uh, as we, 
I think a lot of people know already the company is in very big trouble now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> to say the least. Um, but if you don't know, uh, really just to break it down a little bit, uh, yeah. just some background on it. It's LuLaRoe is a MLM, a.k.a. pyramid scheme uh, that is kind of on the hook now for preying on thousands of people and most of them being women who are kind of in that, you know, 25 to 40 age range. Um, yeah. And it was founded in 2013 by uh, Deanne and Mark Stidham. Stidham. Um, they are a married couple who are like in their maybe 60s. Um, oh. And uh, yeah, they're like, they're like older. Oh, um, then they should know better. Oh, well, they, <laughs> <laughs> they're, they know something um, <laughs> at its height of popularity and just like how hard it infiltrated social media and whatnot. It had maybe over 150,000 consultants, uh, AKA individual wholesale retailers, AKA mostly stay at home moms with thousands of dollars worth of tissue paper, thin leggings and other craptastic clothes <laughs> sitting on racks and storage bins in their garages that they converted into quote boutiques to sell. <sighs> Uh, she had to get that out, you guys. I had to get it out. Um, <laughs> and again, at its height, it was worth maybe over $2 billion estimated. Um, yeah, it was it, fucking it, smart. It was smart. It, it was – it still it has a lot of people that are trying to sell it. Um, again, <laughs> oh, God. It's so well, bad. Like, it's just bad because at this point – you know, it's already reached maximum saturation. It's had its day. Ooh. Yeah, that's the thing with MLMs is that it can't go on indefinitely yeah. because they're become they're re you reach a saturation point with it, and that's exactly what happened with this. Mm -hmm. And also a couple other things happen in conjunction. Namely, their quality went down like precipitously because they had so much demand, sort of, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, well, and we'll talk about why that was, too. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, check out the our original episode on MLMs if you're still kind of like, I don't know, because um, we really – I think we laid out some basic uh, arguments there. Yeah. So, yeah, this, this particular company, though, uh, things went south, like real straight to hell kind of south. Oh, my um, God. So I just want to first start with the Stidhams, uh -huh. just to talk about what garbage people they are. Oh, good, because I don't know about them. They suck. Like, they're just these... Old. They're, they're old. <laughs> that sounds ageist, but also, I didn't had no idea they were old. Well, they're older. I wouldn't call them old. Well, I guess I was picturing, like, a young, like, a th like two 30-year-old... Like no. entrepreneur, Instagram influencer types. No, and like this the is guy like, wears a fedora. No, no, no. Okay. Those are those are like the top sellers that you're oh, thinking okay, of. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they uh, let me see. What they kind of remind me of are like a Tammy Faye Baker, oh. uh, like televangelist kind of How have uh, we not couple. done an episode on her yet? Yeah, and Jim Baker. Oh my god, yeah. what a we wild totally. couple. 
Yeah, we should totally do an episode on them. Oh my god! But like, they're that kind of level of. It's like they own like a mega church, and they're yeah. instead of the instead of talking about Jesus, they're selling shitty leggings. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, they are. They started this company. The name Lularoe comes from their three grandchildren. Uh, I guess, Stop. or at least Stop. Deanne's three grandchildren. Uh, Lucy, Lola. And uh, I forget what the other one's name is. Rohanspin. No. <laughs> Monroe. Monroe. Oh, that, yeah, that makes more sense. So it's like a... a Rodergergen, bitch. <laughs> it's like a portmanteau of all their names. Oh, Jesus. A Lula Row of all their names, if you will. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they have... They started this company, and the way it used to work, the way that it used to be structured was that they, people at the top of the pyramid would get money and bonuses for recruiting people, uh-huh. not for actually selling the merchandise. So uh, yeah. they would- That's like usually the top tier, right? Like you don't have to yeah. do the work. Right. You kind of- I mean, the work that you're doing is getting people to join you're your like a team sa- or you're whatever. You're like a salesperson in the sense of like, yeah, you're like a recruiter. Right. You're not selling an actual product. You're selling people on the company. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was how it was structured before. And people were making so much money from this because the buy-in for it uh, is – and was uh over five thousand dollars to get your basic like fucking bottom tier starter your starter pack yeah Yeah. exactly but there was i feel like they had maybe different (sighs) levels yeah but i i i think that was like honestly the 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 bottom most yeah 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 bottom basic like that's how you got started if you're gonna be a, a seller um so that actually violates a lot of FEC rules, the Federal Trade uh, – FTC? FTC? FTC. Yeah. Um, yeah, FEC is Federal Elections Committee. Duh. Um, <laughs> that, that violates a lot of laws uh-huh. and not just, not just uh, Federal Trade Commission laws but also state laws about anti-pyramid scheme shit. So Ooh. they are in deep shit because they had to restructure – the way that they did all the, all the you know selling basically, um, and they had to actually have people sell the merchandise, and that didn't work out so well because it's it's it reached a saturation point in the market and people didn't want to buy the garbage that yeah. people were selling, and plus there were just so many sellers within like a ten mile radius of each other that it just it nobody wanted there was no yeah. Like there was no demand. Yeah, there was no demand. Yeah. So all that culminated in and this like took only like four years or so where yeah. it hit this critical mass. Uh, because that's what happens when it's like a true fucking pyramid scheme. Yeah. Um, and it just started devolving because people were like, I need to get out of this shit. I'm in so much debt. Um, and then they offered when they when they changed up the structure of how people got bonuses and stuff, people stopped making as much money. Mm-hmm. Like when you're getting bonuses for signing on somebody for at least $5,000, like 
and a percentage of that is going into your pocket. And then suddenly it changes from that to somebody only sold a hundred bucks worth of shit an entire month. It, your, your bonuses are going to go down. Yeah. So that's kind of what happened. And because of that, people, they offered also to kind of sweeten the deal, uh, opportunity for people to sell back the merchandise that they didn't sell. Yeah. Or like return it like for free, basically. They did that in the beginning, right? Yeah. It only yeah. lasted a few months because tons of people jump ship and they're like, oh, fuck. Like no we can't do this. this. So they they shut that down and then people just stopped getting – refunded for their shit and that's when the lawsuit started yeah uh i returned something that i did i returned two things that i didn't like the last time i bought it i was uh-huh. i i could still return it to the person i bought it from but i don't know what uh, hopefully she didn't hopefully it didn't affect her too much but oh but that's what it that's what it is it's the sellers who are returning stuff it's not the customer if you bought something from an independent retailer it's like they're on the hook for it yeah 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 but like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. But I hope like it's not still sitting in her. I mean, I don't care. Also, but uh. <laughs> right. But yeah, that was that was what the the policy was. It was like, yeah. okay, you're a seller and you have all this like extra merchandise. If you want to, I don't know, get out. Yeah. Whatever. So all these people started quitting. The it was like over 150,000 people went from like that many people being sellers to like 35,000, which is not great. Oh, wow. But before all that happened, they were making so much money and they also simultaneously weren't just pissing off their their people who were in the pyramid scheme, the sellers, the, the retail people. They also stopped paying the company that they – like they're one of their main uh, suppliers called My Dyer is the name of the company. It's a clothing, a Los Angeles-based clothing maker. Uh, they pa- just stopped paying their bills to them. What? And that company claims that they owe $48.7 million for products and services. <gasps> uh, they also sued the, – they sued LuLaRoe, the company, and then they also sued the Stidhams personally, saying that they'd set up more than 20 limited liability companies as part of a, quote, scheme to hinder, delay, and defraud creditors like my dyer. <gasps> what? Yeah. So this is like an, this is currently an open loss. Like this is an open case because it was, yeah, it's not, it hasn't been resolved yet. No, I think Ooh. it's like ongoing. I think it start they filed it 2018 or beginning of this year i'm not sure oh my god what if i got on the jury of that <laughs> hear ye hear ye i want to be on this jury <laughs> well you would be in a class action lawsuit not not this personal company uh lawsuit we'll get to those other lawsuits later oh. but this one is significant because it's so much money uh and they're also bringing up charges of them having uh like more deeper implications for fraud with these, you know, shell companies that they uh, allegedly set up. So these companies that they set up have um, weird, vague sounding names like straight and narrow and quote legal fund. Um, (laughs) And the crazy thing about these 
this is straight up fraud and uh, no. maybe money laundering. I think you're reading uh, into it because legal fund is – that's a very uh, legit, by the law yeah. sounding. That yeah, they follow it has the legal laws. in it. Yeah, they yeah. follow the rules. So I feel like – I don't know where you're going with this, but you should stop. Well, I'll tell you where but I'm going. You should cease and desist. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, one or more of these companies, these shell companies, paid for at least two Koenigsegg's supercars worth an estimated $2.7 million. Is that- so <laughs> Is that these motherfuckers. Fuckers bought some crazy ass cars oh that were like, God. like over a million dollars each. Oh yeah, or were they each two point seven million? I don't know. Uh, but this is all coming up because of this lawsuit by My Dyer, uh, the clothing maker that they used. That's not um, all they bought. You know that man bought a ponytail. Like oh he he like bought a weave to like p- make his hair into a ponytail oh yeah I that's mean small potatoes <laughs> they are like they are probably buying the tackiest stuff oh yeah they have- well I think I think a fucking like expensive sport car sports car is one of the most tacky things you can buy yeah like, but I feel like car uh, well I feel like that's the beginning because I feel like they probably live in a home with like with like um, oh yeah all columns. tile floor. Yeah, yeah. and there's like like non-functional need. columns. My least favorite thing, architectural uh, gripe. <laughs> uh, non-functional. Oh god, they probably have like just like I mean, this is actually really cool, and I'd like this someday. But when you wake up, you could press a button, and all your like drapes open. Oh, that's great! I, don't I think know. That's, okay, I want that. Okay, good. I want. I that want too. that. No, no, that's not. Tacky. Know what else um, I want? Know what else I want? What? what? Okay, well, I want like a really nice stove someday with yeah. one of those, um, one of those things. Pasta water thing. Yeah. Where they have like yeah. a faucet. A pasta arm. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it just fills the pot so you can yeah. boil big boils of things. We don't know. Cauldrons. We can make some potions. Yeah. Uh, I don't. Psh, shit. Yeah. I want one of those, but I want wine to come out of it. <laughs> <laughs> And it's like to the side of where you're cooking so that you don't have to go all the way across to the to the fridge or to your wine oh, no. wine fridge. I, I just get box wine and I put it next on like the counter and I call it my kitchen wine. <laughs> I <laughs> Wait, you, you need it. <laughs> you need it. <laughs> that shit's good. You need it for you need it for being in the kitchen for cooking and then for sometimes putting it in your food. You tell me right now you don't need that. <laughs> Bitch, you're doing life wrong if you don't need that. I just love how you keep going. You need it. You need it. We tell are- me I'm wrong. <laughs> Pete just bought a box of wine and I Yeah. I keep finding little droplets all over the kitchen floor. He needs to do like the shake, like yeah. so that you get every last like it, like it's like your pee pee over the toilet. I don't I know. Need I'm to not tell a dude. Him I don't... That. No, I need yeah. to tell him yeah. that. But you need to shake it over the glass before you put it back on the <laughs> counter. It's too. It's like there's like little splashes. I keep finding red wine. <laughs> 
Oh, dear Lord. Okay. Well, anyway, these motherfucking tacky ass motherfuckers. They have it all. They, <laughs> they have it all. They got kitchen wine. <laughs> they got sports cars. <laughs> they probably have a pasta arm faucet. Uh <laughs> Uh, but yeah, they, so his stupid fucking car broke some like land speed record last year or some shit. Okay. Calm so down. So they're be they're being like very out and about, about with their fucking money, which is, that is tacky. That um, is tacky. And then they also are talking about their real estate and they have a private jet, uh, that they purchased by, through their, these shell companies. So, and this is for, quote, for purposes of shielding assets from LuLaRoe's creditors. Oh. That's what the, law, the lawsuit alleges. That's a big part of it. It's like so, what it's like what Donald Trump's dad did where he, like, set up all those businesses and they, like, bought and sold. Yeah. Like, things for their companies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wild. Really wild. Um, And so that all is one part of it and how shitty these people are but then there's like the that's like the personal part of this whole thing yeah these individuals that run this company are garbage but then there's also some things that i mean just with any mlm are pretty common but Mm. uh specifically to lularoe are really shitty so aside from being caught up in a pyramid scheme and being in debt for thousands of dollars um some of the tactics that people felt they were being pressured into using uh, to sell some of the some of these clothes are pretty fucked up. So, like I said before, you had to you have to buy into receive initial inventory, and that's the minimum is just five thousand dollars right off the bat. That's such a high cost to get in. Entry. So usually, yeah, yeah, usually a lot of um, multi-level marketing the reason so many people get into it is because there is a low barrier of entry um but this is like people were opening up credit cards and you know going into major debt just to get started and they have one of the highest uh entry amounts for any mlm yeah because i feel like a like you know three hundred dollars four hundred is probably like the norm Like for Herbalife or something like that. I don't know. But this – and then I was like, why is this so high? But it's because they like tell you, oh, you well, you need multiple sizes of everything. You can't just have one of each item at random sizes. People are going to want like – you know, multiple people are going to want it and they you don't know what size they are, so. And the crazy thing about the inventory that people would get was – they didn't know what they were getting. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know if this is like true across the board, but this is like, I remember it being kind of uh, like, it was like getting a pack of fucking baseball cards or something where you don't know if you're going to get something good or it's all just going to be garbage. Uh, like weird prints on the crotch. <laughs> you <laughs> oh know? Oh my God. I, what was I, wa- I was watching something. Maybe like a dance video or something and someone was wearing like a pattern leggings and the way the pattern came together in the crotch, it made like a big black spot. So I thought there was like a hole in this person's leggings, but it was just like how the pattern, 
I thought it was like pubes, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Oh no! And then, it, but then it wasn't, <laughs> and I was like, Dude. "Oh no!" These, yeah, these people they I, they don't know they pay five thousand dollars, fifty five hundred dollars in most cases. Oh my god! Um, and they just get like a fucking box of clothes that they don't even know what's in there. Um, and people if they don't get good shit they're people aren't gonna buy it and in that documentary that vice documentary <laughs> i like how they were like yeah this one could be a dog scarf <laughs> they're like oh yeah there's like levels like where you actually yeah! wear it you wear it you wear it as pajamas and then you turn it into a dog scarf yeah! i was like shit oh my god and they were talking about how disgusting some of the shipments were yes so in the documentary because demand got so crazy, it was overwhelming the warehouses yeah. in, in California that they were shipping all these these clothes to, and they couldn't fit the merchandise in the warehouse to send out to people. So they were just putting them outside. Oh, and my God. Like there was just bins and bins full of clothes that were just in the elements, getting wet, getting you know bleached by the sun, whatever. And people would get their their starter kits, and they would have mildew on them. They'd smell like shit. They'd be <laughs> discolored. It just they'd be soaking wet. Like it so insane. It's no wonder the butts started falling out. Oh yeah, because oh, like that and- was like the biggest. Uh, when right when I stopped buying is like when I think a lot of complaints were starting to come up that the butts were giving out in the lake. Yeah. <laughs> I read. I, I think I mentioned. I mentioned this in the MLM episode about how somebody was like in public, like in a grocery store or something, and like their fucking butt just blew out in the middle of. <laughs> grocery shopping oh my god uh, can you fucking imagine i don't understand either because like i just don't understand how that happens to a pair of pants like like well in the in the documentary that one woman was like demonstrating how easily the fabric ripped she literally just barely like sometimes it's it's a, it's rough just trying to get your pants on, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. And it would have easily just like like completely shredded if you were trying to pull those on. She was just barely pushing her thumb on it and it was just like popping through like it was Oh my god. a piece of literal tissue. Like it was Oh my god. gnarly. Um, but yeah, these clothes, the the quality, I don't think was ever really great, but then it just really started to go down. Um, and then it's on the know. sellers to, to try and spin that into why it's a good. Oh my God. These people, man, I honestly, I'm some of the excuses that these people would come up with like about it were just like pretty creative. Really? But- I mean, it was just like, oh, you have to like... You can't fart in these. Yeah. It's, it's set it Dude. in the fine print. <laughs> if you had a spicy fart and you were wearing some of these fucking leggings, you would either blow a hole in it immediately or catch on fire. Yeah, because it's all like polyester, whatever. Yes. I know. 
No, it's like the fine, you know, you always have to read the fine print and this is no excuse. You Oh yeah. You can't sit I, on you can't sit on carpet because it's too sharp. It'll it'll scuff the leggings causing a later yeah. up tear. Yeah. You can't bend over in them. No, you you definitely can't bend over in them. No. I was uh speaking of this exact thing. I <laughs> I saw this woman had bought a bathing suit on like some Instagram post or something and it she got the bathing suit and she like went in the water and it the dye just ran like crazy and it was like dark blue dye and she just was like holy fucking shit and she like contacted the company and they're like yeah it's not meant to uh go in the water she's like it's a fucking swimsuit (laughs) and they were like no, no, no. On our website, it says for poolside posing only. Oh. It literally said that. And she was like, excuse me? Oh, And they're like, yeah, God. for like Instagram pictures and stuff. And it was literally like the whole thing was just so people could pose in in Instagram photos or whatever. Oh, Insane. my God. What? Uh, tra- people need to have so- a moral code. Companies like, do too. That's like, what I, I mean. mean. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, what? But like, people run companies. It's so wild to me. Like, how is that? How is that even allowed? I don't know. Well, it isn't. You get yeah. sued when yeah, you yeah. do this shit, and that's what these people are dealing with now. So, mm-hmm. uh, but that's not the worst of it. Uh, People were persuaded to remodel parts of their homes to convert them into boutiques to sell this shit. Like that was how like if you weren't if you were struggling selling stuff, they'd be like like the top uh like the corporate would be like, "Oh, you should think about making your garage into a boutique or getting a shed in the backyard in your backyard." Like like stuff like that or adding on to your house an extra room. Insane. Make that your shit's kids expensive. sleep outside in a tent. And turn their yeah. room into your fitting rooms. Yeah, because I, I mean, we did retail, and yeah. the shipments we would get. <gasps> it. Do you remember how Hub. crazy shipment day would be? Mondays. Oh. You're just like hauling these huge boxes and trying to make things fit in your fucking teeny little stock room. Now I think on. This is like on a smaller scale, but this is like, if you don't, I don't have any storage in my house. I can't imagine that, you know, people are just out here with like a huge walk-in closet for specifically for all their fucking shit. So yeah, people had to like make entire rooms just to fit all the shipments they would get for their inventory. Oh my God. Because it is at the end of the day, a small boutique of clothing and that's crazy to have just in your house um yeah but when but our inventory was like boxes and boxes like and they're heavy as fuck they were heavy and some would be random crap assortment boxes what we what did we call those ones what were those ones called god i can't remember but they were like accessories like accessory boxes that just like had jewelry socks like whatever in them oh yeah and and there's like hundreds of pieces in it or some would have like shoes like some would have boxes of shoes and like shirts yeah and accessories like it would just be like a junk random assortment box i hated those ones 
they yeah. would take forever because you had to like pull all that stuff out and like uh, sort it. Yeah, because we had the shoe stock room and then we had like the clothing stock room uh, and it was just like, oh, the worst. I know, but it and was And they were so on fun. two totally opposite sides of the of the store. But also uh, it was oh. like really fun because then- It was we, really fun. We were in charge and we'd just go, but we'd, we'd assign ourselves to be doing that. So we'd just go in the back and drink Starbucks and- And I'd we be, wouldn't have to talk to customers. Yeah. <laughs> And I'd be sweating booze out all my pores. And mm-hmm. I remember that one time Cora climbed up into the like fucking attic or something to get something. That was fun. Oh, what a time. What a time. Anyway, yeah, that people have to remodel their houses. Uh, they also, people also had to buy hangers and clothes racks and tags and different like promotional materials to sell. Uh, the stuff that they had, which seems really weird. I don't know. I think it was like a requirement though, because it's like you ship it with the clothes to make it more of like an experience. I don't know. Oh. Um, who knows? And then top sellers, people who are like at the top of the pyramid who were up there when it was uh, based on recruiting, they made a lot of money. They really did make a lot of money. Like there is. Yeah, yeah. There was, like, one woman who was saying she made, like, $50,000 a month or some shit. Dude. That's insane. That uh, That's, like, the – that's the dream of these things, right? And, like – Yeah. It's that you'll get in at the right time. Yeah. Where it's it's on an upward trajectory and you can recruit people into it because it's really easy because people are seeing how popular it is. And then she wasn't even, like, trying hard to, like – Sell no, stuff. she didn't have to do anything because no. the people below her were getting all the people. Dude, I couldn't believe it. She was making so much fucking money. Fifty. She yeah. would. She the highest check she got was like fifty five grand or something. Jesus, could you? So insane. And that was like in a row of like months where she was getting like twenty, thirty, forty, fifty. She made yeah. so much money. It's yeah. wild. And, like, you get used to that and you just don't yeah. really think it's going to stop. But yeah. when they changed the structure because they had to because the FTC was like, this is illegal. Yeah. That's when everything just com- – like, it just dropped. But before that happened and she was on top, um, the LuLaRoe was encouraging her to buy expensive stuff, like – buy expensive cars, buy, you know, nice handbags, whatever, and flaunt it on social media so people would see, like, how look at well. this. This is how this is how well our, our top sellers do. You could do that, too, if you just work hard enough and sell enough. And um, that's not how it works. <laughs> no, and that's obnoxious. But also, the onus is on her at the end of the day for, like, True. not being smart with her money. You know, that's the hard part about all this. It's like, I get it. People are encouraging you to do something and it's peer pressure and that's fucked up. But like you, you're still responsible for you. So. Right. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Don't listen to all this shit. Yeah. Usually. I mean, it's the old adage. If it's too good to be true, it usually is. Like there you got to do your research and you have to, you know, making money is awesome. But like. I, if you're not really doing anything to make that money, like, and you know where it's coming from, I don't know, man. Yeah. That's rough. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, there's, there was all these, there's a lot of, like, whistleblower, like, stuff that happened. 
I think you looked into this, the truth in advertising uh, bit of it. Oh, yeah. There was just, well, there was a study conducted by uh, Truth in Advertising, a.k.a. Tina. I don't know what that is or if it's, like, reputable, but I think it is. Just, like, drink more of your kitchen wine and ignore that I don't (laughs) know if this is real. Um, And they, but they said since 2016, and I think I've seen this reported other places, that uh, more than 100 consultants have filed for bankruptcy. Yeah. And that um, the average annual bonus paid to consultants now, and this was, this uh, Tina... um, survey or whatever this uh study was reported recently like at the end of april in this year oh wow um so they said uh that the average annual bonus paid to consultants now is just 92 dollars for the year for the year for the year uh which is way less than 55 grand that that lady was making and uh a lot of consultants at this point like aren't even making back their initial investment. They're just like no. stuck with all the material. And like, you know, in its heyday, it sounded fine. Like it sounded like, oh, they would take stuff back if there was a problem with it and they would buy back your inventory and blah, blah, blah. But of course they had to change that all because they would have lost money otherwise. Right. Because yeah. mm-hmm. there was too many people when it reached a tipping point. So like they had to like change all this stuff so that they wouldn't, get into financial trouble which they didn't yeah they they had to be in compliance yeah. yeah and the reason obviously that they had all these shell companies was to hide the money like yeah 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 for sure i, I don't e- i don't even think like once once uh the stidhams got that money they they were i guess smart about it and squirreled it away so that it couldn't be touched yeah and i mean who knows they might have a they might have a sticky situation on their hands, um, and they already do. They've been dealing with lawsuits for many, many years now. Um, oh, I, since, ho- I since, hope – oh, sorry. No, no, no. No, no since what? Since what? Since people started – since they changed the the whole structure of everything and uh, everybody lost their asses. Um, yeah. I was just yeah, going to make a joke, like, I hope the – I hope their butts don't fall out from under them. You know what I mean? <laughs> they people have literally lost their asses on this one because <laughs> there's so many lawsuits. I I mentioned it before. I, I don't even really even know where to begin, but there's the state level lawsuits because they broke state laws, the anti pyramid scheme laws. There's mm. uh an FTC regulations and all that. They broke those laws. Um then there's individual lawsuits filed by people who are sellers. Oh. Um, and then there's companies that worked with uh, them, like the distributor, My Dyer, that I talked about before, uh, and lenders that are suing them for outstanding debt. And oh then there's cla- there's a huge class action lawsuit, which is like – class action is like when there's a bunch of people who join a, a lawsuit together, basically. Yeah. Um, if you were a – if you're uh, a seller and you lost a bunch of money, you could get in on that class action lawsuit probably. Oh God. Oh, so they are, they're in deep shit. Um, they're garbage. I wish nothing but the worst for these people. <laughs> Wait, did we talk about the gastric bypass stuff? Oh no, I forgot to put that in the notes. No, yeah. no, I think it's here. Oh no, I think I skipped it. I think we sorry. skipped it. Okay. This is like, this is like, this isn't, 
direct from the company. And also, I feel like, you know, like, yeah, LuLaRoe encouraged them to spend their money on, like, fancy clothes and, and their houses and stuff. But that gets telephoned down through so many people. Mm-hmm. And then it, like, started to evolve into this really, like, sick like you have to live a certain lifestyle Ugh. and some of the consultants started encouraging other ones to get gastric sleeves yeah so that they could lose weight and like be more attractive that was like directly from from Deanne though the it the was owner. yeah she was the one that was coordinating with her sister these trips down to Mexico oh my god i did not to- put that together yeah, that's what – so this one woman who was one of the top sellers who, like, was making those huge bonuses, those, like, 50 grand fucking bonuses, she was saying that, like, she was on a group chat with, like, a bunch of sellers, and Deanne was, like, the one that was, like, organizing all this shit. So she's responsible for the – for because her – she was talking about a dinner they all had together or something where she's, like – splitting a meal with her son and she's like oh the reason we split a meal is because we got the gastric sleeve and that's where she was like you should do it you should oh think about it oh my god yeah dude that's wild and then they were yeah they were like going on trips to mexico and then what one of the women in the dock got something done but like locally and it didn't go well and then they were yeah, like and it was, you should it come with a- us <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't the it wasn't the sleeve. It was like this balloon that's like oh, supposed right. to be lower, lower risk, and you can like remove it easily, and it doesn't have any. Well, supposedly shouldn't have any complications, but yeah, yeah she like got this procedure done. Yeah, dude, almost died. I think, and she almost died. Yeah, yeah, she started having like severe complications, but it was like because she felt pressured. Yeah, to do this thing, dude. That is wild but it totally makes sense to me that that would be like a side effect of you know this whole this yeah. whole thing i don't know yeah oh it's awful. that's like the that's like the progression or i, I, I don't even want to use the word progression i would say the de- devolvement of this whole company is it goes to this place of just being so artificial and misrepresentative that you actually physically are encouraged to change your yourself and it's just fucking wild man well also like this is really condescending and maybe i'll cut this out but like just these people aren't business people not that that's any better or any worse than other people but they don't have the tools the schooling You know, these are just... The experience? Yeah, the experience. These are regular people who are quote-unquote operating a business, which it's not a business. But, you know, their own businesses, which they're not businesses. And they're like, you know, setting these rules. And I feel like just like things permeate that a bit more than if it was a structured corporate world where there's like HR people and... Oh, yeah. You know, people are operating in roles that, you know, have like hierarchies and stuff like that. This is just like regular Beckys all up and down, you know, the main street and just like fucking being catty and having (laughs) wine night. And like that's making assumptions. But like, you know, just kind of not 
running things the way a businesses are supposed to be run. They're running things the way PTAs yeah. get run where there's like tons of drama and shit and gossip and like do you know what I mean? It's like it's like a fancy garage sale. Like it's yeah, so crazy. It's a fancy like, garage sale. Yeah, but now it's like the entire block has all the same shit and it's like you can't sell this stuff if you even if you were the best salesperson in the world. Like yeah. I, there's it just reached a point where it, it just the the butt fell out. <laughs> Fucking we're assless now. We're face down in a pile the, of shirts that smell Disney, like dick cheese. <laughs> the Disney character leggings just wore out. <laughs> the goofy fucking nose ended up on the crotch somehow. It I, wasn't there before. I still think there's a conspiracy. This is what I think. I think there's a conspiracy with the butts falling out. It's like some weird pervert thing that the guy who started it is into. And he like mm. makes all the butts fall out. Because why would the thighs like... More people's rub thighs rub yeah. together and that falls out. How is I've the butt? I've lost many a many a gene to that exact thing. Same, same. <laughs> but how? But the butt doesn't fall out. The, I I no. think there's a conspiracy. I'm gonna totally. say it here. All right. I think you might be right. I think it's the pervert ponytail fancy car man, and he yeah. is being gross. And he fucking that guy doesn't even have a ponytail, but you know, no, I in, bet he has a figurative ponytail. We've talked about this before. We've talked about this, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. has the aura of a ponytail, <laughs> and that's that. Yep i I think you're right. <laughs> uh, well, you guys, there's so much content out there about this exact topic. Yeah, uh, watch the Vice documentary about it. It's um, so good. And if you have been caught up in an MLM or know somebody who has, I would encourage you to get the fuck out. <laughs> get your friend out of there. Um, there's – it's just – you're not – it's it's bad. It's, it's real bad. bad. It's real bad, yeah. Um, All yeah. right. We care, well, we care about you and don't want uh, you to lose your ass. Yeah. Figuratively and literally in your pants. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Um, follow us on social meds at DTFU Podcasts on all the platforms. Yep. I spent uh, go to our website. Oh, oh yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say I spent way too long making something in Photoshop today that I'm gonna post. So <laughs> amazing. Uh, I need to post on Instagram. It's I'm falling behind again. Um. Anyway, yeah. Go to our website, DTFUPodcast.com. dot mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, just uh, shoot us a note if you have a fucking weird story about an MLM, <laughs> I don't know, or about anything in general. Anything. Have you seen Chud 2? I want to know about it. <laughs> Chud 2, Bud the Chud. Bud the Chud. Um, yeah, Chud it up, my friends. Oh, my God. Wait, what did I say to Pete? Oh, my God. Okay, this is what happened after we said this because then I was thinking of – other movies that could have Chud in it. I said The Breakfast Chud. It's John Hughes' movie from the 80s with Chuds in it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm sure there's more. Oh, there's so many more. But that one fits really good. So Love that. I yeah. love that. All right. Uh, all right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Um, have a wonderful day. And you know what? Be excellent to yourselves. And each other. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.